And good Saturday morning. And yesterday, uh, yeah, Ben and Al and me all celebrated birthday yesterday. And I also found out, uh, thanks to one of our listeners, Betty White, Vidal Sassoon, Muhammad Ali, and Michelle Obama. We all had the same birthday. So thank you very much for all the great birthday wishes. Well, been a busy week along the Louisiana and Gulf Coast. Uh, oh, I had some tragedy happen yesterday. We'll talk more about it a little bit later on. Uh, man was duck hunting and uh, suffered a gunshot wound in an accident. We'll give you some more details on that. But always when those things happen, it serves, number one, as a reminder, you can't be too safe when you're in the outdoors. Also, if uh, we got a South Louisiana rainbow trout bonanza coming up next Tuesday, 2,300 pounds of live rainbow trout will be stocked in ponds near you. I'll give you the listings for those, so you'll be one of listening to that. Maybe take the kids out. Some very easy bank fishing for some really nice little fish. Those rainbows are just excellent fish. We also have uh, yet another convicted felon using a firearm in a hunting violation. He is our bad boy of the outdoors. Two weeks in a row we got that. We'll compare their crimes and times. Now, if you were not tuned in last week, uh, you missed Jason Adrians, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries biologist who joined us uh, to give us kind of the state of speckled trout. And as a lot of people have heard already, this came out last year, that the speckled trout population in Louisiana is considered, considered and classified as overfished. Uh, so we talked about some options. He gave us some data that will be needed to remedy that situation. On more outdoors, uh, the program we call Hunt Fish Talk, Keith Lusher and Wendy Billiot, a couple of outdoor journalists, are going to join me for our roundtable discussion between 7 and 8 and talk about the future of speckled trout. What is this going to mean? What are the possibilities in the coming year? Also, we love to hear from you, your personal fishing reports, to go along with our regular field staff reporters. You can send in your reports, what you've been shooting, what you've been catching. Your comments, your questions are all welcome on our text message board. It comes right in here the studio, 870-870. And I want to send a shout-out to all the members of the Dixie Ranch Hunting Club. In Lacombe, Louisiana, our Bayou Wild staff, Martha Spencer, my co-host, cameraman Chris Lecoq, we're going to be out there this afternoon doing a feature on what I consider a real step forward in the area of conservation and also the, the heritage and culture that really reflects the hunters and fishermen and sportsmen of South Louisiana. So we'll be talking to you about that. Also, speaking of Bayou Wild, uh, Season 4 has been shot. We have been working very hard to get some excellent footage and some really interesting features. And uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to get Chris Lecoq, our program editor, to come on and, and kind of give you the rundown of what we've been uh, looking at and what we've been working on and what you'll be able to see. And by the way, I know a lot of you have been contacting us. Uh, there's been some shuffling around of uh, network channels on cable systems. Uh, fear not, I've got a remedy for you. If you have not been able to pick up Bayou Wild, I'll tell you where you can find it. We don't want anyone missing our TV show. All right, if you're headed out today, forget about offshore for this weekend, really. South-southwest winds 15 to 20 today, 5 to 8-foot seas. Uh, not any better tomorrow, but from a different direction. North winds 20 to 25 as a frontal system passes through calling for four- to seven-foot seas offshore. The rain will stop. Got about 60% today. And if you're going to be fishing inshore, if you can put up with the drizzle today, southwest winds 5 to 10, just a light chop. And also the north winds 10 to 15 tomorrow will make for some choppy conditions, even on the interior lakes and bays. So if you had to go, I'd say get your raincoat, go today. But if you don't mind fishing a little cooler weather and you can get out of a north wind, got some spots for that, 
Uh, tomorrow may be your day. All right, all that being said, we're locked, we're loaded. We're coming back to talk to Robbie Campo. He is at Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. Our regular field reporters help you find fish and game right here on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, checking our text message board. I have Greg checking you. He said, I heard someone slash Hunter was shot in Western Bayou Biloxi Friday morning. Are they okay? We saw the Coast Guard helicopter hovering over 25 minutes. Very few fish Friday, few ducks seen. That's from Greg. Uh, Greg uh, is absolutely correct. The report I got uh, happened on Bayou Biloxi. The watchstanders at Coast Guard sector in New Orleans got the call at 955 a man had sustained an accidental gunshot wound to the lower back while duck hunting. It was approximately 10 miles northeast of Hopedale. Uh, the sector watchstanders uh, directed the launch of an MH-65 Dolphin helicopter air crew from the Coast Guard station in New Orleans and medevac the man. They got there at 1038, which is about 43 minutes arrival time from the call, which I think is incredible. Uh, they did get him to University Medical Center, New Orleans, uh, reported in stable condition. Last I heard last night, uh, was still in intensive care, and if we get any updates, we'll pass that along. Uh, and this is very eerie that if you were watching last week's Bayou Wild, we decided to air a rerun. We stage a duck hunt Coast Guard rescue in the marsh and pointed out how hard it is to find camouflage boats and hunters in a marsh from above and gave some tips on some signaling devices, some very inexpensive and simple things to do to help you be found in an emergency such as this one. Let's talk to Robbie Campo. He is close to that in Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. Robbie, it was my understanding, uh, did they leave from your marina, those hunters, yesterday morning? Uh, actually, Don, he, uh, I know the boy very well. Lenny, uh, his name is Lenny LaBiche. He owns a camp over here in Proctor's Landing. Um, but by the way, he did come and get gas yesterday morning. Pop his head in the door. He says, "Look, we're going to we're going over towards Grandy on the Eastern Shoreline, and that's where we're going to be." You know, blah 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 blah. You know, some small talk. He got a couple of hours of gas put in the boat, and I told him before they left, I said, "All right, be careful. See y'all later." And uh, went out there, and then I heard this. You know, got that news later on in the morning. Um, um, from what I'm told, he's in critical but stable condition. Um, you know, uh, Don tell you, had to take out a kidney, some coal, a uh, piece of his colon, a piece of his large intestine, some of his small intestine. There's a, there's a very serious wound that he got from uh, this gunshot. Um, uh, so I, I'm hoping to get some updates on him this morning. Really good friend of mine. I've been knowing him since we, since we're teenagers. So I've, I've known him a long, long time. So, uh, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, it's, these things happen. You gotta be careful out there, people. Just gotta be careful. Make sure that safety's on. It's just look, ducks aren't worth it. You know, nothing is actually. You know, so. Uh, but I tell you, Don, um, this week here was was pretty incredible, man. We had you know we had some foggy days, um, you know, earlier in the week, but the fishing was just outstanding. The guys that uh, came out in the kayaks found them out in the lake over here by the fort. Uh, from Monday to Friday was just incredible. These guys who not that many limited out, uh, uh, you know, uh, so sent some boats out there fishing. Um, you know, people asked where, they go, where to go. They went out there, man. They just, from the fort all the way down to Bayou Sioux, you know, going down to Pedro was just was just phenomenal. Waterfalling with a live shrimp under a cart. It was just, you know, it, it was it was back to a fall-time pattern. The water was 68 degrees uh, earlier in the week. It did drop two degrees this morning. Um we have a 
We have an east-southeast wind blowing this morning. You may have a window. I didn't see much rain. Uh, there's a little bit off off the mouth of the river out in the Gulf, but uh, I think I think if, if you're going to go fishing this morning um, and you want to try it, you know, anywhere, I, I think about a fort might be okay early, you know, down at eastern shoreline of Lake Bond, up in Marlow. Um, yesterday the guys that fished, winds did change, come out of the northeast. The guys that did fish yesterday caught – Caught fish up in uh, Mussolini, uh, Bayou St. Malo, where Gallego meets St. Malo, up in Magnolia. The water was up yesterday morning pretty good, so um, these guys was able to get back up in that in that interior marshwell or stumps all behind Magnolia, and they still caught fish back there. So I think if you get out there and you go do a, try this again this morning, you're going to be okay. Um, you know, in that St. Malo area, Lino Lagoon, um, and they got plenty of bass mixed with them. Um, especially when you get close to the channel. Um, I don't know what's going to happen this week with this big front we got coming through. We haven't had one of these since last year. Uh, you know, right at the end of duck season, I wish it was here for the duck hunters earlier, but uh, that's how that goes. <laughs> you get the weather yeah. after the after the season's over, you know. But, uh, yeah. but we got a bunch of duck hunters going this morning, and they had been killing, and for the duck hunters, they had been killing some ducks over here in the Bluxy Marsh. It was, it, you know, it's just starting to get right at the end of the season, but um, but they had been killing some ducks. Even in this fog this past week, they did pretty good. So uh, if you if you want to try that, just, again, people, be careful. Be very, very careful. So, um, but that's our fishing report. Diamond did really, really well this past week, man. I was I was really impressed with the, with the numbers of fish that came in. Yep. Well, that should continue, at least for today. Uh, we'll see what happens when that wind switches around, maybe be some dirty water conditions. But I think you're right. If you put up with the – and it looks like it's going to be one of those drizzly off-and-on kind of days. You know, it's not going to be constant heavy rain. So if you can get – that's what they make those rain suits for everybody's got. Bring them with you. Get you some live bait. Got about a foot of tidal range. I think they'll catch fish today if you can get out there before anything changes. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Shift. I think I think it could happen. I think you could put something together. Um, you know, as far as redfish goes, people want to fish redfish all up to that Biloxi Marsh behind Peach Lagoon and cut off and, you know, all those areas back there. Been holding plenty of redfish. So that you shouldn't have no problem if you're going just redfishing. You should be able to do that with no problem. Uh, but, you know, uh, most of our people that come down here, they want to fish trout. And, you know, um, unfortunately, we don't have the weather pattern that we had earlier in the week. I wish we did. Because you wouldn't have to go, but right there, but a fort, and you could catch all you want. It was, it was. I tell you, Donna, I was like, wow, this is like spring, you know, just like, just like it is in the, you know, the yeah. fall when, you know, when it's when it's hot, bro. That's how it was. Yeah. It was hot, man. It was yeah. some good fishing this week. So, all right, you got your shrimp uh, that, net ready to dip them and put them in the oh buckets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I sure do. Make a left at that bridge. Come on down and see us, and we're waiting on them. All right, Rob. Thanks for the report, buddy. We'll see you next week. All right. Okay, In fact, bye. I'll be bye fishing bye. down there next week. I'll see you on Thursday. I'm going to be down there Thursday at your place. All right. Uh, coming back after this, get to some of these text messages that are coming. In 870-870, also tell you about some closures because of the high water in the Pearl River and other areas. Back with that right after this pause. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, got a couple of closures to tell you about. If you were planning on using the Pearl River WMA, uh, don't because uh, it's the river. The stage at Pearl River is at 17.41, and it is closed when the gauge reaches 16.5. Uh, it's expected to continue above flood stage, above that 16.5 for several days. So 
uh, check before you go to that Pearl River area. We also have a closure of the public facilities in those ponds that are at the Pearl River Turnaround on Bogachita National Wildlife Refuge. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with the uh, high water at this point, although Bogachita, the refuge, may be closed too. Uh, the, these ponds are the ones that are located right off uh, I-59. Uh, they're going to close them uh, Tuesday, those ponds and the little boardwalk. It was damaged during the floods, and they're going to be replacing that. So while this work is going on, it's going to be closed, and they're not expected to reopen it until July uh, this summer. I also have some free guided canoe tours coming up at the Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge. That's going to be on, uh, let's see, several Saturdays. There's going to be one on March 7th, 21st, and 28th. The registration date is coming up soon. That's going to be January 29th from 8 a.m. through February 7th at 4. And if you want to get registered, you need to do it quick because it will probably fill up. And if you want to do that, I'll give you a phone number you can call. Call them over there at the Refuge Headquarters for Big Branch in Lacombe. It's 985-882-2015. And got some other events coming up there, too. They do a lot of events at that Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge that's really free and open to the public. We'll get to some of that in a little bit. All right, I have this coming in. Justin, he's our resident in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge, one of the garden spots of inner New Orleans. He says his critters are alive and well. The photography on Bayou Wild TV is beyond beautiful, outstanding camera work. Well, Justin, uh, Chris Lecoq needs to take a bow on that. And if you watch this week's feature, it is a rerun of our Cajun invasion to Alaska. And i got to tell you, of all the features we ran for the entire year of 2019, that was my absolute favorite. And, and I think it's because of what you just said. Uh, the drone shots, the footage from Alaska is just incredible. And if you haven't watched it, uh, check it out, and I'll give you all. You can go to BayouWildTV.com and find out all the listings. And I'll be telling you about some channel switches a little bit later on. All right, here's a report. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Don. Last weekend here in the coastal zone, yes, it is. Tomorrow is it. We are throwing everything at them. Weather isn't ideal, but we can't hold anything back. Maybe the front tomorrow will have some birds on it, and we can end the season with a bang. Good luck to all, and as always, safety first. That's Aaron listening to us over in Johnson Bayou. Uh, they're also uh, offering some other folks offering prayers for Lenny LaBeast, the duck hunter that was accidentally shot yesterday in the Biloxi Marsh. All right, here it says, this is from one of our Mississippi listeners. Winter must be close to being over yesterday. I saw two flocks of geese headed north. They're going the wrong way, huh? Uh, good morning, Don. Happy belated birthday. My group is also January birthday. Sun on the 10th and the 11th and the tomato lady on the 15th. Hunting weekend, fishing behind Golden Meadow. Have a great day. Thanks for that. Uh, here we go. Slab Stabber. This is a new one. Yeah, he's here with the Sokolay Bite is good in the canals around Lake Buff. Lake Buff Blue and white tube jigs. Blue and white tube jigs around Lake Buff uh, for muddy to stain water. Use the red and green for clear water. Fish the points and the drop-offs. A uh, few ducks and do in Lake Buff. Thanks for that Lake Buff report. We appreciate that. Uh, here's more prayers being offered for the duck hunter. No fishing for this Lafitian. <laughs> I guess that's someone from Lafitte. Headed to Baton Rouge to watch our future Olympian granddaughter gymnast in gymnastics. Go Bella and all the girls with all-star gymnastics. Good to, good to hear that. Uh, I had uh, a couple of daughters uh, that participated in gymnastics. I'll tell you what, it's a great, incredible uh, athletic sport, and it's just amazing what the human body can do when you 
work that hard at something. All right, we come back after this. Uh, well, let's see. I got some more reports, fishing reports coming up. Also going to tell you a little bit about Bayou Wild. Got calendar items. It is a busy Saturday morning, but not the best of weather conditions. And you're listening to us on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, just uh, to give you a little bit of a sneak preview of uh, the duck situation, I'm going to be talking more in depth when we get to uh, Ryan Lambert because uh, the reason I'm saving it for him is because he is in a very privileged area down there close to the mouth of the river. Uh, his area and Terrebonne Parish marshes were where some of the highest uh, duck concentrations were, were counted on this last flyover survey done by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. But otherwise, it has been very, very bleak. Uh, the 2.3 million ducks, that's what the survey showed, it's 11% less than what we had last month. So a lot of people say there's more ducks to later in the year. According to their surveys, there's less in, Jan- in January than there were in December. In fact, it's 22%, the long-term January average. It's 2.57 I was in December, 2.30 in January. And normally the average would be 296 but in the last six years, the estimate has been essentially the same or lower than December. Um, and you know, as a lot of you have been listening, though, I consider Louisiana, we are in a state of crisis when it comes to ducks and, and waterfowl hunting in the state. Uh, Flyway Federation, an organization that is working towards trying to, to reverse that, get some things accomplished that could maybe uh, get our migrations back. We can't control the weather, but there are a lot of other things we can control. And I know a lot of you were wanting to listen to that first program that we did, which is called Flyway Federation's Foulmouth Radio. And we do that from 8 to 9 once a month. Uh, this month it will be coming up on the, the last show of the month, which actually be the first day in February. We'll be on from 8 to 9. But if you missed the last one, you can go back and listen to the podcast. And there's a lot of ways to get to it. But the absolute easiest way is go to my website which is dontheoutdoorsguide.com, and I really suggest you bookmark that site because I make a lot of references to it. We put up photographs that you can't see on the radio. We run videos. We've got extensive coverage of a lot of issues we don't have time here on the radio, and we have all the replays of TV and radio. You can catch it there. So if you go to my website, go to the radio section. It's right there on the left top part of the home page, and that will take you to the radio page where it will say, Listen to December shows here. And all you got to do is click it, find December 28th, the second hour of More Outdoors, which was the 8 to 9 hour. Click it on, and it will play through your Internet device, whether it be your iPhone or your desktop. All right, going to give you some calendar items we got coming up for you right after we pause these 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, one of the places we, we get a lot of information on activities is that uh, Southeast Louisiana National Wildlife Refuge Headquarter Office, which is in Bayou Lacombe, it sits right on top of the Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, they have scheduled some of their work play days for the upcoming Saturdays, one this month and on every month between February, March, April, and May. And what this has done, they have an organization called the Friends of Louisiana Wildlife Refuges. And they schedule these days. It's a quick day. It's from 9 in the morning till noon. And the first part of the day is the work part. And they will do things like uh, clean up trails, uh, do garden maintenance, uh, maybe do some work on a habitat restoration project which benefits wildlife. And then the Friends of Louisiana Wildlife Refuges have a light lunch. And then after that, they have a, a canoe outing. 
and it's hosted by the Lacombe, on the Lacombe headquarters, and all the equipment's provided, and you can ask to become a, a visitor, or you can be a volunteer, and, you know, you need to register, though, the Wednesday before the event, and those dates, if you want to make a note, January 25th, February 22nd, March 14th, April 4th, and May 2nd. Again, that's from uh, 9 till noonish, 1 o'clock, and that's all at the Southeast Louisiana National Wildlife Refuge Complex headquarters, Highway 434 in Lacombe, or, you you know, at the Big Branch Marsh and Bayou Sauvage National Refuges. All right, for you Alabama listeners, we've got a special waterfowl hunting day coming up. This is really late. February 8th, you get the duck hunt after the ducks are kind of Calm down and the regular seasons are over, but it is only open. It's a special hunt for youth, veteran, and active military personnel. And uh, anyone under 16, they got to be accompanied by a licensed adult. A military person or a veteran can hunt ducks statewide. Of course, your shooting hours, bag limits, and the firearms and everything applies. If you want to participate in this, um, you need to have the youth, and only the youth hunters will be permitted to use the firearm for hunting unless the person that's supervising happens to be active duty military or or veteran so if you want to take a a youth out there under 16 you can you can go you can call you can put the decoys out but the only one that can shoot is the youngsters and youngsters would be 15 years and younger and uh, if you if you're going as a veteran or military personnel you have to have your military id a veterans administration id or your DD Form 214, some proof that you served as a veteran. Yeah, you also have to have regular hunting license and uh, the stamps that you need to. So that's for Alabama, the entire state, a special waterfowl hunting day for youth and active military and veterans, and that is going to be on February the 8th. Good luck to you. I'd like to hear some feedback, too, after that takes place, and uh, tell me how that hunt went. I'd love to hear about that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, early break. When we come back, we have a little more time to talk with Jeff Brule, our freshwater field reporter, and I'll get to some of the questions that are coming in on our text board at 870-870. You can send us yours, give us a report, or just say hi. Tell us who you are, where you are, and what's going on. We'd love to hear from you here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, for the person wanting to know about catfish limits, I will get to your question uh, in short order. But first, we've got to get Jeff Brule in here. It's time for his freshwater fishing report, brought to you by Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. You probably know Berkeley for the gulp baits. They got it for sockeye, for bass, inshore and offshore saltwater. They've got lines of all kinds for all types of fishing, whether you use monofilament, braid, fluorocarbon. And you will find thousands, literally thousands of fishing accessories, everything from a catfish flipper to a waist scale to fillet knives. If it's got to do with fishing, Berkeley has it, a division of pure fishing. Well, Jeff, uh, I don't know which one you want to get to first. I know we want to talk about the, the Chafalaya Basin, the Venice, the Pearl River, uh, Chef Pass. But I understand you were headed to Delacroix yesterday. Did you make it down there? Let's talk about that first, if you did. Yeah, I brought my... Uh five pound weights to uh throw my texas rigs with because the wind was blowing so bad that <laughs> you had to have some weight on the end of your line to keep the lure in the water but we caught fish we actually did decent you know my cousins uh keith and cody brule and we went down and we ended up keeping about 18 or 19 bass and we ended up with three red fish it, and it was just a lot of running and gunning you i'd try a spot where i knew some fish where I just, I just couldn't hold the boat there or, or it got muddy because of the wind. But we got up around Spanish Lake and found a few uh, 
clean banks protected a little bit from the wind and yeah you'd hit a little patch of fish and you'd catch two or three four fish and we did that several times moving around but mainly spinner baits you know we had to throw something moving they really wouldn't touch the uh, texas rigs uh it's pretty thick grass they were just getting reaction bikes just running around throwing spinner baits and sometimes that's what you got to do when it's windy uh, good. Now, our rivers, uh, whether you're going to fish a Chafalaya Basin, you're going to fish uh, downriver, down around Venice, Pasalute, uh, the Pearl, man, everything is high right now. Which which ones are, are fishable at all, or would you even suggest trying those areas right now? Now, I'd probably avoid them if I didn't have to fish there or do, say, a tournament or something. Uh, you can get down in some of the marsh areas. I know Bayou Black. I've talked to a couple guys that kept catching fish down in the lower marshes there because it's just like, say, the Pearl River. You get down towards the shelf in the marsh areas, and, and the fishing's good because the water stays a little cleaner, and it's away from the, all the flooded river area. But the Pearl's going up to, I don't know, 16, 17 feet, and Mississippi River's at 12 feet, and it's rising. It's going up even higher in the next couple of weeks. Uh, basin, you know, it's impacted by the Mississippi River. So all those areas are going to have cold, cold, muddy water in them from, from up north rivers, and that just ooh, slows the bite down, makes it really, really tough. Now, the Chef Pass, because it's marsh, it's a little bit different. It's not as badly affected as a river is when you get a lot of rain and high water. Uh, what's been going on there? I understand you ran into Todd Masson. Did you, did you put him in the chair and get any information out of the guy? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, I always quiz him. Yeah, we, I try to help him, and he helps me you know, from going down there. Watch his videos on uh, YouTube. Uh, he said he's throwing H and H spinner baits with a matrix pad and some, some soft stick baits. And he said his main pattern was any kind of little small neck down, little trinoche bayou that wasn't very wide but had deep water in it. And, and you know, Louisiana, we talk about deep water. We talk about like three or four foot, uh, you know, because most time that's the deepest water we got in some of those marsh areas. But he, it seems like the fish in the same kind of pattern with uh, Delacro, the fish are full of eggs they're starting to move back into these ponds to go spawn and um, that's what he's doing he's just kind of covering the water looking for little small isolated places that had a little water and current through it and he caught fish and i also talked to a couple other guys that were fishing around the violet area and uh bayou avenue and i said they pretty much the same thing just throwing little spinner baits and you know sometimes a little soft stick bait or a little texas rig and catching catching bass and they're not big but they're fun you, you can catch a few fish every day it's always good to go and try something like that jeff this time of year we get dead calm days with fog then we get a front like the one that's coming we're going to have wind blowing uh, and what do you do how do you adjust from one to the other when you get these quick changes in, in wind conditions yeah when you have to deal especially with the wind we've been having it's been, it's been terrible this year uh, you know we have some of these days where it's foggy and it's not a ripple on the water then you go out there and you can't even keep your hat on your head the wind's blowing so hard for the windy days i like the spinner bait uh, that way you can kind of feel your bait keep contact with it you can cover a lot more water uh you can and the spinner bait's kind of like a jig you can slow it down work it off the bottom if you need to or bounce it off the grass and it's real hard to detect a bite with a texas rig i mean some, most of the time you can't even feel them when, when they bite in the wind you just have to kind of watch your line or make sure it's not moving off in the wrong direction and i mean i missed a bunch of fish yesterday just in the wind throwing it because i just couldn't feel them but when you do get those calm conditions that's when you can slow down and pick places apart and like weightless baits or like texas rigs 
um, up in the structure and the cover and sometimes over the grass is probably the best presentation when it's calm. But, you know, once you kind of figure out the pattern with the spinnerbait, you can slow down on these calm days with a, that worm and, and catch fish. And Like down here, points with currents, deep holes, and sometimes the edge of the grass or maybe on top of it, it's better for those slower presentations. Got it. Jeff, uh, fishing for Tucker, 10 years this has been going on. Give us the details for people looking for a, an early season tournament. Yep, February 1st at Doron's, uh, that's first big event of the year. So tournament season, you know, basically it's here. It's a couple weeks away. Uh, it's $100 per team. Uh, our buddy Lyle Johnson, the host of Ascension Outdoors, he's going to be their MC, And they have a captain's meeting, some other things. But if you go to fishingfortucker.com, they have all the information. They have the entry form there. You can fill out, mail in, and, and, and do that. And it's, it's a good cause. And uh, usually a lot of other local guys kind of give us an indication with this tournament, first one of the year, that how the fishing is going to be for the rest of the spring, you know, seeing the weight wise, they bring in a number of stringers that are five fish as opposed to, you know, not too many fish because it, it tells us the conditions that are coming up for the basin. So I'm looking forward to seeing the results of that. So it's, it's right around the corner. Tournament season's here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you and I have been knowing Lyle Johnson a long time, a LOWA Louisiana outdoor rider association member. He's a president, a past president actually. And he's also the chairman of the fish records committee. I've been serving with him. Do you know his nickname? No, I don't. It's Tar Baby. And I don't know if I remember the story or how he got that, but, you know, if someone goes to the tournament, go see Lyle. He's going to be the MC and ask him why he is known as Tar Baby. And uh, maybe somebody, I bet you somebody will text me at 878 to let me know. Uh, I I seem to maybe have remembered. I remember the name, but I, I don't remember the story on how he got it, but I'm sure it's an interesting one. Jeff, uh, thanks for the report as always, my friend, and uh, we'll see you uh, next time. All right, thanks, Don. All right, coming back after this quick three-minute pause. Yeah, text me, 878. How did Lyle Johnson, you know him, Ascension Outdoors, him and Goosey Guys, what a pair, the Tar Baby. How did he get that nickname? I'd love to find out this morning. If not, ask him when you see him. I'll ask him when I see him next. Anyway, we're back with Daryl Carpenter. Got a Grand Isle area report coming your way next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And it's time to talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. Daryl, I wanted to talk about Queen Bess. You know, there's been some uh, enhanced protection uh, restoration going on out there, and it's a very vital a colony producing area for the pelicans. I think they have close to 4,000 nests out there. And uh, they passed a notice of intent to put in some new rules and regulations. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when this will go into effect, but of course, hunting will not be allowed. Uh, no access from February 1st to September 30th. I'm sure that has to do with the nesting of the birds. And you cannot remove any vegetation or debris from the island. Uh, no vehicles, of course, and no nighttime activities. And the fishermen, uh, you can't fish between the breakwaters and the island between those months of February and the end of September. So how will that affect the fishing there? I know it's a pretty popular spot for fishermen. Well, Don, to be honest with you, I haven't been over there because of all the construction that's been going on. I've kind of stayed away from it, so I, I'm not sure where the breakwaters are going to be. But, yeah, that, uh, that, could be, that could be an issue. That could be a problem. Um, between the months of what? Because I, I didn't read the notice of intent. February 1st and September 30th. So say February to October, which is a large part of the year. Yeah. The whole exactly. spring and summer, um, which is generally really good out there. 
Yeah, and there's some oyster reefs there on the on the east side of that uh, of that island. There's some some reef material there, some oyster reef type of stuff. So I haven't seen where they're putting these breakwaters, but if they put those breakwaters out away from that island far enough to where it excludes those oyster reefs, yeah, that's going to be heartbreak for a lot of folks. Um, I, I got to the commission meeting a little bit late and did not hear that. I, I guess they were just finishing that as I got in, so I didn't hear it. Uh, but yeah, that's something to be concerned about. So, well, maybe nah, check where on it. Might be so, how, so how's the fishing been this week? You guys get a little shot in the arm with this uh, warm up and light winds? Uh, well, some of the week anyway. Well, not for yeah. I mean, the the problem is is when it's calm. But I mean, it's it's kind of strange. You get up around you know Catfish Lake on the Leeville side, Catfish Lake, uh, Bully Camp area, uh, just south of the Sulphur Mine. Speckled trout galore, a bunch of bunch of trout mixed in with redfish. On those calm days, you get out on the beach, they're catching fish all up and down the beach, everything from Empire to Fushal. But you got to pick those days to get out there with this, you know, this time of the year. And the other, the thing that's strange about it is there don't don't seem to be anything in between. Uh, you know, there's a there's a few of the very close reefs that have been catching some trout on. But if you get too far north of Grand Isle, you're not really running into anything. You've got to go further. Uh, so basically, it's, you know, like I said, what, I think two or three weeks ago, you're either fishing immediately on Grand Isle or you're headed up toward Lafitte because there's there's not a whole lot in between right now. Uh, but, yeah, man, and, and look on that last full moon. I know we talk a lot about inshore these days, but on that last moon cycle, a couple of days that they were able to get out, they literally put a smoking on the Wahoo. I mean, I saw wheelbarrows full of Wahoo coming in from offshore. Yeah, I'm hearing the same thing. This could be uh, maybe a banner year for the Wahoo, you know, and this is the time when they really come in over there, and maybe that lump will get some action over that way too. Yeah, well, with any luck. And there again, I mean, but you, you if you would hear the freight train rolling up and down the beach right now, I mean, you, you know, that's out for a couple <laughs> yeah. of days because let yeah, me tell you, that yeah. gulf is mad today. Yes, it is, and the wind's going to be switching around, and that's no place to be offshore on daylight for this whole weekend. I'd stay inside if you're going to fish at all. Well, Darrell, anything else going on we need to know about down there? No, I mean, uh, you know, with this wind blowing, water's already high, uh, so we're probably going to have, you know, it'll probably be a flood situation again today, so you got plenty of water. You don't have to worry. It's not a typical wintertime day. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, watching where you're going to get stuck or anything like that. There's... Plenty, plenty water as long as the south wind stays. And until that front passes through, it changes that. It's, it's almost like fishing a springtime pattern right now. All right. Anyone interested in a trip with Captain Darrell, uh, go to realscreamers.com, or you can check him out on my website under the field reporters and give them the telephone number, Darrell, if they want to give you a call. 225-937-6288. All right, my friend. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You too, Don. Have a good day. There he goes. Captain Darrell Carpenter, realscreamers.com. All right, coming back after the top of the hour break. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get to those catfish. Get your paper and pencil or turn your recorder on because it's a little bit involved on freshwater catfish limits. I'll cover that for you. Also preview Bayou Wild airings this week and tell you if you're missing it on your regular system, I'll tell you where you can get it. And also we got 2,300 pounds of beautiful rainbow trout coming to a pond near you if you're in South Louisiana anyway. We're back with all of that. 
that and a whole lot more. Mike Gallo's report, Eric Mahabarak for you paddlers. It's all right here. And don't forget, text us, 87870. Instant messages here at the studio on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.